Hello everyone, my name is Anne Teato and welcome to episode 65 of the Psychic Matters podcast. If you haven't done so already, do subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or your favourite podcast listening platform and that way you won't miss a single episode. I also invite you to go to my website anteato.com and subscribe to my newsletter. I don't spam you, I promise. I send two emails per month and only when there's a new podcast release and in that newsletter you will find out who my special guest is, what the episode is about and there is is also a list of the courses and workshops that I am offering that month, both in person and online. So it's an easy way to keep tabs on what I have on offer that month, where I might be demonstrating mediumship perhaps, and where and what I'm teaching, etc, etc. Thank you to all those who have left a written review for me this month. I have had some wonderful comments. BK83 in Australia says, love this one. Anne is a great interviewer. She is passionate and makes the subject matter extremely accessible to all. Thank you, Anne. Well, thank you, BK83. Stevie Wonder One says, I look forward to these fortnightly podcasts. Anne interviews some great people working in the various fields of the psychic arts and spirituality, such as mediumship, healing and psychic development. Highly recommend. Thank you, Stevie Wonder One. So Taro says... I have listened to some brilliant episodes so far. I love the way Anne asks her interviewees to explain in simple terms and get back to basics. She makes it easy to understand and it's a really good listen. FL Pickup says, I have listened to Psychic Matters since it began and I absolutely love listening to the variety of guests Anne has. They're so knowledgeable, very interesting. I have learned so much. Thank you, Anne, for helping me to develop and learn. Well, you are more than welcome, FL Pickup. Bintalini says, Anne is delving into all that is spiritual. There is bound to be something for you to relate to in these podcasts. Thoroughly enjoyable and delivered beautifully. Oh, thank you, Bintalini. And H.B. Scott says... I actually attended one of Anne's workshops at the College of Psychic Studies, where I've been a member for many years and have been following this podcast since and also sharing it with my followers. I'm an author and sensitive. Anne has lovely energy and is a pleasure to listen to. The topics are really relevant for anyone interested in the spirit world and mediumship. And the podcasts themselves are quality and entertaining as well as informative. My favourites were the podcasts with Tony Stockwell. Arthur and me, Sandy Byrne and Maria B. Hayden, as well as the one on love with Matt Hopwood. Really well done, Anne. I will keep listening and sharing them. Love from Ireland, Helena. Well, thank you, Helena. I mean, that's just wonderful to hear. And to all of you who've left written reviews, they are so hugely appreciated by me because they help the podcast move up the podcast charts, which means the podcast becomes more visible and then it's available to many more people across the world who are desperate for knowledge and would love to have some training but who for whatever reason do not have easy access to training courses or colleges so if you would like to leave me a review this week oh I'd be so grateful and you can go to my website podcast page and leave your review right there and if you've already left a review thank you for doing that you can also leave a second one or a third if you fancy it So let's get back to this week's episode where we are exploring the spiritual journeyman parts one and two. Have a little listen to this. 
The problem is, I'm lost. I have no direction. How can I be who I am supposed to be? You are who you want to be. You have the ability to create who you are. Who is stopping you? I'm not sure. But this feeling that I have of who I should be is so different from the person I'm being at the moment. How can I change? It is simple. Ask me, trust me, and love me. Most people just wish and do nothing about it. All you have to do is this. Ask me from your soul and with all your heart. Then trust with no limits, no expectations. Because my wish for you is far greater than you can ever imagine. My guest today is an extraordinarily talented music creator. He has worked with some of the top global mediums and tutors working today, helping them create music to accompany the work they're doing with meditations and audio tracks of all kinds. And he does this by following his own soul's emotional inspiration, his love of melody and tranquil sounds. And he creates soundscapes to help the listener blend with and find their sacred inner peace. He's here today to talk about his new recording, Adventures of a Spiritual Journeyman, Part 1 and 2. Richard Newell, welcome to Psychic Matters. Hello, Anne. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, it's such a pleasure. It's just great to have you here, Richard. And I know that your new recording is very, very different to anything you've done before. But before we get to that, maybe you can share a little bit about your background with the listeners. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's a long, long story. But many uh, years ago, my parents split up and uh, I was absolutely besotted and devoted to my dad and uh, and he he wandered off and uh, left me with my mum it all got very very messy for a long long time and uh, I went to so many different schools and, and the, the problem being when you arrive in a school halfway through the term you're always the the odd one out and so consequently I had uh, over a decade of, of bullying to contend with which was uh, pretty um, horrendous. Also, you know, my mum wasn't in the best of sort of mental states. So uh, that was that was quite difficult as the only sort of place I had to go. I have a sister and it sort of did a bit of a number on both of us, really. And uh, yeah, it, uh, it wasn't the best of upbringings. So I've always wanted to search out and find out who I really was. Because um, when you've got from the age of four or five people telling you that you're not good enough or you're stupid or you're ugly or you're this, that and the other, it really does sort of impact on how, how you see yourself. So for uh, probably most of my, my journey, as it were, I've been searching to find out who I really am. 
And I've always had a faith, a deep faith, basically because I had nothing else. There was nowhere else to turn to. But that faith of mine didn't sort of conform with, with any particular genre that was out there. I mean, I was confirmed in the Church of England, but that didn't really fit me particularly well. And then we went to Methodist churches for Sunday school and that sort of thing. And that didn't fit particularly well. My father's family are all Salvation Armyists. And uh, although I loved the music, I didn't really have the discipline to uh, to follow that. So, yeah, it was uh, it, it's been a lifelong search, really, trying to find out who I am. Who is God? You know, that, that's, that's always been a big sort of question for me. And um, I got married, had three, have three beautiful children. Um, my marriage, unfortunately, didn't last any longer than 13 years. But again, I think I got married too young because I was searching for, for somebody to love. And, uh, and basically, when you... Uh, when you're on that sort of a search, you're always looking outside for people to fix you, or, or I was. So, yeah, that uh, that's basically sort of brought me up to the age of 37. And I've always had sort of an interest in mediumship. So uh, a friend of mine lent me some books. And then eventually uh, I plucked up enough courage with a friend to go to the local spiritualist church in North Wales. And uh, I was convinced it was going to be full of sort of Madame Arcates and slightly strange people with purple hair and what have you. And, uh, and it was. And it was absolutely marvellous. It was beautiful. It was the most embracing group of people I think I've ever met. They were absolutely wonderful. And uh, I, I started going there regularly. And then they suggested that I went to uh, the college at Stansted, which uh, I did do. And... Um, Spent many, many years there, once, twice, even four, five times a year going, trying to find out, because it was the nearest thing that sort of fitted my belief in, in, in who I should be. But having said that, I have become a little, how can I put this, disillusioned maybe with, with mediumship. Um, not with the mediumship itself, but with, with what's, what I'm possibly capable of doing. It's probably not, the way I see it now is it's the baited hook. And what I mean by that is mediumship, although it's beautiful and when it's done properly and when it's done sincerely, is absolutely fantastic. But I think a lot of people, like myself in the beginning, were looking for it as a substitute because the feeling you get of unconditional love when you contact with the spirit world is second to none. But I was looking for it to fix me. And in a way it has. But in a way, it didn't because I was looking at, at it as an add-on. I thought it would make me more interesting to other people. It would be you know, something that would enhance who I was. But I still came away. And after the initial euphoria subsided, I was still left sort of alone and not knowing who I really was. So I guess the, um, the real thing started uh, at the beginning of, of lockdown. Although I totally appreciate how horrendous it's been for so many people, I found it to be a marvelous opportunity to stop looking outside of myself for something to fix me. And actually, because there was no alternative, to start going inside. And uh, this is where the adventures of a spiritual journeyman sort of evolved. 
although I'd started a, the track that, or a track or part of a track that's uh, within the music over nine years ago. So this isn't um, something that's sort of, I sat down one afternoon and penned. It was, uh, it's, it's been a, an evolution. Yeah, it's, it's been a, an interesting journey. And the great thing is it's hopefully still a journey that's carrying on. Yeah, that's, that's about where I am, really. I'm still searching for who I am and what potential that I have. And the recording is for hopefully other people who resonate with what I've said will find it helpful because it's a step-by-step guide to take people to a relationship with their own soul. I use the word God quite a lot because it suits me. Other people call God the creator, all that is, universal spirit, whatever you want to call your particular faith or or something that's greater than yourself. That's fine. But um, as I say, I use the word God and uh, that sits comfortably with me, but it's it's certainly not imperative. What an incredible life story you have. You know, there's a lot of hurt there and obviously that decade of bullying has had an immense effect on your whole life. And it's very interesting listening to you talk about your spiritual journey and how you've come to this point, because it feels when I listen to you that it was very solitary. And I think a lot of us feel exactly the same when we're seeking something. We know there's something there that is so much more than, but it feels so solitary, doesn't it? It does indeed. It's a blessing in a way. You know, because it's said in all, all scriptures, you know, the kingdom of God lies within. And uh, it's, it's just one of those off-pat phrases that you think, oh, yeah, read that, know that, know that. And it's not until you actually sit down and think deeply about who you are, where you are and where you're going, that you sort of say, OK, well, what is this going within business? And uh, as I say, as you possibly know from the music and the CDs that I've done in the past. I do believe greatly in meditation and going within. And uh, what I hadn't actually sort of really embraced after all these years, up until the sort of the COVID uh, time, was the surrender part of it all. And for me, that was a, a fantastic turning point. There's a quote I have in the CD. And it's, you understand the word water, but it can't make you wet. And I think that is so true. You know, there's there's so much that we know, but we don't fully embrace it on all levels. And I just think, uh, you know, only when you do stop and take a breath and go within, you start to understand and allow, activate that voice, that still small voice within and, and start listening to it because uh, we are our own best teachers. You know, I think that's the, the key to it. I absolutely agree with you. And what's so interesting is that still small voice has been there all the time. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And you spoke there a little bit about the meditation tracks and the music. So tell us a little bit about where that came from in your life. How did you start creating and composing these tracks? Well, I was uh, living in the Cotswolds and I just bought a keyboard. And what happened is I actually walked into uh, Curry's in Cheltenham and uh, they had a whole rack of keyboards on the wall. And I 
one was switched on and I put my hands on it and I thought, oh, that sounds all right. So I sort of moved my hands a bit and it, it sounded even better. And uh, I was actually with a, this is between divorce and getting married again. I was actually with a, a girlfriend and I, I guess I was showing off really. She said, oh, you've got to buy that. So I got my Barclay card out and other cards are available. Bought this blessed thing, far too much money, took it home, played with it for a few weeks and then left it on the one side that was collecting dust. Then about a year later, uh, a girl who I was working with came over because we were sorting out some paperwork. I was a surveyor at the time. And um, I said, oh, have a listen to this. So I switched it on. Oh, she said, you, you know, do you play? I said, no, not really. So I switched this thing on and played it. And she said, wow, she said, that is absolutely incredible. She said, I've got a friend with a recording studio. She said, forget the paperwork. She said, you're coming with me. So we jumped in the car and she took me over to a guy called Bob Lamb, who produced UB40, Wham, and a lot of the, you know, sort of super groups that were around at the time. And Bob said, and Bob's an old hippie. He's got hair down here and looks a bit like Cat Weasel, but not as tidy. And Bob said, uh, well, what are you going to do, man? So I said, well, it's a bit like this, Bob. I said, I bought this keyboard about a year ago. And uh, when I put my hands on it, it makes this amazing sound. And I could see his eyes roll to the back of his head. Uh, he said, well, uh, OK, man. And sort of said, you know, what we'll do is we'll just uh, see what happens. So uh, cutting a long story short, I went back. A week later, recording session, had the day with him, and we made a recording, and it was called Spirits of the Waterfall. And we played it back afterwards, and I couldn't believe it, and he couldn't believe it. It was absolutely beautiful. And that's not me being arrogant. I mean, it just it blew us away because he'd recorded stuff. He said, you know, <laughs> he said to me at one time, he said, that's lovely, but I'd like you to play the whole thing again. And this is a 20-minute track. He said, but play the augmented chords and things like that. I didn't know what a chord was, let alone an augmented chord. I'd only just found out where middle C was. So I, I don't play a note of music at all. And I said, OK, man, don't, don't worry. He said, uh, I'm going to just turn out all the lights, he said, and just you carry on with what you're doing. He said, no, I'll mix it in the same vein. So we, uh, we created this uh, Spirits of the Waterfall. I mean, still to this day, I, I, I love it. It's a beautiful piece of music. And it, it does, you know, really move me because I have no idea where it came from. I've been sort of winging it ever since, really. But uh, Such a great story. I love his description, looking like Cat Weasel, but not as tidy. <laughs> <laughs> Made me laugh. But how beautiful that you created that. That's come from another place. It moves through you, comes into you, is expressed, and is now out in the world for other people to listen to. Yeah, I, I, it, it does. It, it Honestly, and it blows me away because... Like you say, it comes through me, but it's not really of me, although maybe it is, you know, because uh, it, it does amaze me because it's beyond my, my known capability, if you like. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So, so did you go on then to make more music tracks with Bob Lamb? Uh, yes, I, I've made, uh, I think, about five with Bob. Uh, Bob's actually moved away. He's moved out of the country now. And I've had various sound engineers who've, who've come here and uh, started to uh, record with me. So, um, yeah, I'm very blessed to have uh, people who come here and do the Bob bit. And they're very, very talented in their own right. Yeah, I've made about 10 all in all. For myself. That's amazing. So you've gone and you've trained as a medium. You've obviously gone many, many times to the Arthur Finney College. Mm -hmm. You've got your understanding of your mediumistic ability. And so are you somehow combining 
your spirit communication with your music or how are you how are you bringing that music into the world into being well the music happens what i tend to do is i when i first started on the, this pathway with mediumship i listened to quite a few guided meditations and this that and the other and i found that so many of them were almost like a guided SAS who dares wins. You know, you go down the road, you go across the hedge, you go through the field with the cows and over another river and all the rest of it. And by the time you get to the bench where you sit down and your grandmother will come and sit by, you're absolutely exhausted and terrified. So I didn't want to do that sort of thing. I just wanted to help people get to a place where they could surrender. At the time, I didn't really understand what surrendering was, but what, what I was doing, looking back in a hindsight, is taking them to that place where they can reach that essence of God that is within us all, that divine light. And it's there that the music becomes tranquil and uh, you have your experience, whatever it is. Um, I don't feel it's for me to uh, dictate what experience you're going to have because that takes the whole purpose of having your soul guide you um, away from what we're trying to achieve. So just take you to that place, allow you to have your experience, whether it's to come to terms with grief or to come to terms with whatever is bothering you. That's in that moment where you'll, you'll find your peace. And you've spoken a few times about this element of surrender. Can you maybe say a little bit more about what that is? For me, um, surrendering is letting go of the need for a fixed outcome. So in other words, in the past, what I've always done is I've done something expecting to have a particular outcome. When I surrender now, I have no attachment to a particular end product. I don't necessarily pray to fix a particular thing that's happened in my life. I just pray that within that moment of surrender, I will know exactly where I should be. And actually, so many of the things that I was holding on to, anger and fear and all the rest of it, I'm able to look at now and say, actually, that no longer serves me. And it's, it's through actually understanding for myself what surrender means that I'm able to put down a lot of these old habits that have carried on the problem that I've had all my life, you know, like relationships and, and things like that. So once you find that you're doing things so much out of habit or um, just because that's the way you've always done it, but it no longer serves you, there's no point in, in persisting with that uh, particular behaviour. And the surrender part is, is just saying, hold on, it's not my will be done, it's thy will be done. So for me, that's, that's what surrender is. Thank you. That's such a beautiful explanation. Thank you, Richard. And so tell us then a little bit more about this new project, this new, well, it's not a project, is it? It's a, it's a thing. It's, it's launched now, your beautiful <laughs> new recording, A Spiritual Journeyman. Tell us a little bit more about that. Well, The Spiritual Journeyman, a lot of people have sort of said, well, what is A Spiritual Journeyman? So I Googled it uh, because it was a, a word or a phrase that came to me in a dream. And A Journeyman 
is an apprentice and it's a lifelong apprenticeship. And hopefully it's not one that you ever find that you're complete because when I say complete, that's probably the wrong terminology. It's not one that you ever find that you've completed because I think we're all apprentices in life. You know, we're here to learn what we're here to learn, who we are, what is our potential. And the journeyman is, oh, yes, it's about me, but it's not autobiographical. It is actually steps that I took, finding my sacred place, letting go and being at one and having this or recognizing this internal dialogue with the creator, with, with my God. and having a real relationship, not just a, I've read the book, so I know who you are type of relationship. It's a relationship where I can, I can ask tricky questions. I can ask, you know, well, why did that happen? And, and the answers that come back in an instant are almost always pictorial. And it's, well, if that hadn't happened, this wouldn't have happened. And if this hadn't happened, you wouldn't be where you are today. So it sort of self-answering and, I, and it, it really has changed my life. And the things I used to get really hung up on and uh, bent out of shape over, of, uh, of, I wouldn't say they've gone because I'm still working on it and I can still be a, a class one prat, you know, let's get that right. But it really helps that I know that I am slowly but surely making my way to find out that I am part of the divine energy because I think most people who have been through a, a background of bullying or abuse within relationships find it really really difficult to like themselves and everybody sort of says the answer is to love yourself well starting from down there that's a really big ask and it's one I'm I'm still working on but I find it easier to walk past the mirror and actually look and smile at myself now whereas before I couldn't even look look at it myself in a mirror you know, that's, that's the purpose of the spiritual journey, man. And it's part one is the fact that you've actually got, got there. You're, you're, you're doing something about it. You're starting to listen and to learn. Part two is the start or the early steps, the fledgling steps of discovering that you're far more than what everybody else has told you you are or you aren't. Part three, I have no idea what it's going to be about, but, uh, we're just carrying on doing what we're doing and uh, hopefully that'll that'll give some answers too. Well, I'm looking forward to part three, but let's talk about part one and two first because I have listened to your, it's an extraordinary recording. It's absolutely beautiful. And just for the listeners, my experience of it was listening to the narrator asking questions of God and you... Or, or of ourself. And the questions that the narrator asks are the questions that I've had in my mind for so many years. And God responds, and you've got a most beautiful voice artist who speaks the words of the divine, the divine within us and the divine of the universe or your God, however you relate to God. And it's just this beautiful relationship and there's time within the recording to hear and listen to the answers that you've just spoken about. When you're asking your tricky questions, you can get your instant responses from your God. It's just extraordinary. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm Terry Burns, the voiceover artist, is extraordinary. 
I mean, he's an actor and uh, it's his professional line of work. And uh, he's actually engaged to uh, my daughter, stepdaughter. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm very blessed. And, and he believes in it as well. So he uses the CD a lot to uh, help him because, you know, we're all on a, on a pathway. And, and my feeling is that we're all apprentices. Uh, so... Uh, it's not right for everybody and there's a time and a place and hopefully, you know, when when you're ready to hear, you'll, you'll find it. Now, I, I, I've just loved so much how the ongoing unfoldment of who I thought, from who I thought I was to what's happening now. I mean, you, you honestly wouldn't believe it, Anne, but not so many years ago, probably 30 years ago, I wouldn't even have had the courage to walk into a room. You know, I was so shy. I was wrecked. So, you know, I this is this is real stuff. This is, um, you know, for me, what I feel my soul wants me to do is to help other people come from a place of damage, if you like. And there is a lot more. You know, as I say, it got that bad for me at one time where I, you know, really seriously thought of calling it a day so from that point that sort of ground zero to be able to um, look forward to tomorrow and uh, planning is a, a bit of a joke isn't it you know when when you sort of think ah well this time next year we'll be doing such and such a thing and then stuff happens like covid or whatever it might be but actually when you let go of your need for a personal outcome it can be for the best and normally is for the best. You just have to embrace it and, uh, and use it to the, the best of your ability. So I absolutely agree. And I think the wonderful thing about the spiritual journeyman is it's not a one-time listen. You can go back and you can just have another experience, get more questions answered, go deeper within. It's just such a beautiful recording in that way. It, that's a very, very good point. Uh, I listen to it now two or three times a week at least. And each time the results are different. Obviously, my questions are different, so they would be. But it's not just like listening to a beautiful piece of music. It's it's actually an interactive, multidimensional, infinite, I don't know what you call it, but it, it works in so many different levels and so many different ways. In fact, if you only listen to it once and give it away, it's not the right time for you. But it, it does really, really start to work properly the more you listen to it and the more you understand different parts of it. I mean, I, I wrote the words, but I still hear words in it now that I didn't know I'd written, if, if, if that makes sense. So, yeah, it, it's, uh, it's well worth embracing the potential of what it can do because uh, you know it's for me it, it, it's, it's incredible and where can people find it richard if people want to come and purchase this and give it a try if you just google adventures of a spiritual journey man it'll come up or one voice music a dash downloads and i shall give you all the bits and pieces and all the uh, contact details i don't know if uh, you can sort of put them up afterwards. I can give you all that. So, uh, yeah, they'll be on the show notes for this episode. So it will be linked directly to your website and to all those places where they can 
pick it up no. and all your other work. But you spoke just then about One Voice Music, which is your website. Yes. And on there, it's such a beautiful website. You've got some lovely samplers of CDs and recorded tracks that you've created. Maybe say a little bit about that, if you would. Yeah, well, as I say, I, I started, I did Spirit of the, the Waterfall, which was my first one, and then I did a couple of others. And then people started asking me if I would do the background music for their, Eamon Downey was the first one that I did. And we did a series of four CDs for Eamon, and they're on there. And I've been blessed to work with so many, well, probably the best of, of certainly the British mediums. Yeah, I, I just love it. And, and your description at the beginning, what I try to do is build a soundscape for the tutor or the uh, person who wants to get the message across to just paint the picture for them and their their journey that they want to take you on. So, uh, again, I, it's uh, it's not playing by notes or anything like that. It's it's playing by feeling. That's That's what I... I think I do. <laughs> yeah, you're very modest, you know. You're you're too modest, Richard. You, you know, you've worked with some incredible names. You've worked with Colin Bates, Darren Britton, Eamon Downey, Thelma Francis, Mavis Patilla, Lynn Probert, Tony Stockwell, Jackie Wright. I mean, the list goes on and on. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. And and they're all lovely people. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I have been very blessed with that. And, uh, yeah, I love doing it. So, it's good. And you spoke... When we first started talking to each other, you were telling us about how besotted you were with your father, who unfortunately had to leave the family home. Did you pick up with him later in life? Has he been able to express feelings for your work? Or Yeah, well, sadly not. We were estranged for many years. Then I got back to sort of going for annual holidays with him uh, and he used to go fishing up in Scotland and uh, occasionally he'd come down over a weekend although he wasn't thousands of miles away he was only sort of in Manchester and we were in Bristol or that sort of distance and we the, the story that I was told um, my dad started coming down more and more regularly and he was going to get back together with my mum and unfortunately the day that they came or he was coming down to go house hunting with us he had a heart attack the night before, so never actually happened. So, hmm. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's very, very sad. Well, it obviously wasn't meant to be. And uh, obviously through mediumship, I hear from my dad all the time. You know, so uh, it's, that's, that's reassuring and, and lovely. And, um, yeah, they've, both my mum and my dad have passed now. So, uh, yeah, I'm a poor little orphan. Yeah. You are a poor little <laughs> orphan. But you spoke earlier as well about your father's family being from the Salvation Army. So yeah. you've got that kind of beautiful music, richness of music that you must have been uh, exposed to perhaps as a younger person. Well, my dad always loved uh, brass band music. And, and yeah, I uh, I love brass bands. And I, I also love bagpipes. And, and he was actually born in, actually, I think he was born in Louth in Lincolnshire. But ended up a year or so later up in Edinburgh. So he spent a lot of his childhood up in, in Scotland. So the love of the bagpipes and, and sort of organic music is uh, is very deep within me. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's really beautiful. And you think if you look at, I don't know, we can't look at our lives from the greater perspective, I suppose, but I can look at yours and I can see the pain and the difficulties and the challenges that you've been through. And yet, if you hadn't had all of those experiences, 
perhaps you wouldn't have created this music that we can feel in our own soul because it's written from your soul for us. So maybe you have a part to play in just suffering so that you can assist. I don't know. I've just, just come to me. Yeah, as I say, I do think that's part of my philosophy in that if there wasn't a benefit, I, I, you know, the physics of life is every action has an equal and opposite reaction. So you have to go through the, the mucky stuff to get to the nice stuff. And only in that way can I make sense of, you know, the, the things that have happened to me. And, you know, I've had good times as well, you know, don't get me wrong. I've, I've, you know, I've always had one or two really wonderful friends. Um, I won't say I've had a, a million of them, um, but uh, true friends have always been blessed with one or two. And um, yeah, it's, uh, I look at or, or try and flip most of these things to the positive because you can wallow in this stuff for years and it does you no good whatsoever. And like I say, you know, to understand what the colour white is, you need something dark to contrast against it. So, yeah, I just think uh, I've been blessed to get where I am, you know, regardless of what it took to get me there. So. Yeah, I love that. I love that colour between black and white, the contrast. That's really lovely. So, Richard, keeping in the positive and the beautiful things that have come from your life that you've managed to create here for everybody and for yourself, what is next for you? Very good question. We are, when I say we, my wife, Anne, and myself, uh, I have an Anne too. My wife, Anne, are doing workshops. We haven't got a, a calendar out for next year, but, we, you know, I think along these lines, certainly using the power of the soul rather than a lot of the teaching that I experienced, I tried so hard to make connections and learn how to to do the mediumship to the best of my ability. But I was trying so hard that I actually missed the point uh, because I was all in my head. Whereas through the journeyman, I've found that it's actually in letting go, that sort of return to innocence that is the key to having a more direct and more fulfilling contact, not just with God, but with all discarnate beings. And yeah, it's just, just so much easier. So I'd like to be able to share what I've learned with others. As I say, it's always a horses for courses thing. Some people think, what the heck is he on about? And other people say, no, I really get it. So as I say, you know, it's, a, it's, it's an open book. I, all I can do is say, right, on such and such a date, we'll be doing a weekend or we'll be doing this or whatever. Hopefully the music will still keep keep on uh, going. And, um, yeah, I, I'm trying not to plan too much. I'm just letting it unfold rather than sort of, as I say, have a, have a fixation on a particular outcome. Yeah, that's beautiful. So if if you have got workshops that you put on your schedule where would people find out about those i will be putting that there's a there is a journeyman website spiritual journeyman or adventures of a spiritual journeyman website and that will have the journeyman workshops and uh, yeah I'll, I'll keep people posted as to where and when that is and um, that'll probably be here in essex unless i get invited to sort of uh, do it somewhere else what part of essex are you in 
Benfleet, which is about, I suppose, six, seven miles from Southend. My father grew up in Greys. Oh, yeah. In Essex. And um, I was brought up in Colchester in Essex. Oh, wow. Yeah. Lovely. And are you, um, Richard, composing for other mediums? You know, you spoke a, a bit about the, the work that you've done there with other people's meditation tracks, but is that something that you're open to if somebody wanted to come to you for that, or is that a closed chapter? Absolutely, yeah. Yep. Um, and again, I don't sort of sit with a pen and paper and, and write notes as I wouldn't honestly and have a clue what I was doing. Um, I just listen to what their story, you know, the story that they want to tell or the journey they want to take people on. And I'll create a soundscape around what they're, what they're saying. So uh, yeah, by all means, I love that sort of thing. And they can contact me either through Facebook. Again, there's a journeyman Facebook page. There's my own page, Richard Newell on Facebook. Yeah. And by all means, I'll, I'll get straight back to you. Fantastic. And just once again, um, the website address for the Spiritual Journeyman is? It's www.adventuresofaspiritualjourneyman.com or you can go to onevoicemusic-downloads.com or onevoicemusic-cd.com. Thank you, Richard. That's great. And as I said before, all those links will also be on the show notes for this episode. So if people go to my website and look up the whole podcast page, they can be linked directly to you from there. Richard, I want to wish you all the very best for what is unfolding for you next, because we don't know what that's going to be, but it does sound really exciting and thrilling. So thank you so much for coming on to Psychic Matters and talking to us today. Thank you. Can I just add one thing, Anne? Mm, absolutely there is a a a free download available um which is just a sort of a i think it's a seven minute track that's uh available from the journeyman it's uh, the first part that i created about nine years ago and i think it's quite quite lovely so that's available free just go to the spiritual journeyman website uh you have to click on buy me you're not committed to buying anything but you can just go to the free download bit click click on the button there and that's free. So uh, that's for all your listeners and everybody. Oh, I think that's lovely. I really highly recommend you go and have that little taster. And then I highly recommend you press the purchase button because it is an extraordinary journey for our souls. And thank you for creating it, Richard. Oh, it's really, really a pleasure. And thank you for having me on your wonderful show. Thank you. Richard Newell there, everyone. What an incredibly talented yet very humble man. Do get in touch with Richard if you are interested in working with him to create soundscapes for your meditation tracks. And if you would like to buy a copy of The Spiritual Journeyman, parts one and two, I highly recommend that you do because it's such a beautiful meditative journey for your soul. And you can find incredible answers to the most extraordinary questions that come up. And like I said in the interview, you. It's not a one-time listen. You can listen to it many times in a week. It is a beautiful resource for your soul. The show notes for this episode, mentioning all the resources, website links for Richard and where to buy his beautiful audio tracks, plus a complete transcription of this entire episode are available on my website, anteato.com under podcasts. That's A-N-N-T-H-E-A-T-O.com. 
If you fancy a private reading with me while you're on my website, you can click the book a reading button. You can also book a private mentorship session with me if there's any particular aspect of your work that you would like to look at in detail or explore. Any assistance that you need, I am here for you. I'll be back in a couple of weeks time. And until then, I do hope you're able to give your soul the time it needs to be able to communicate with you because there is nothing more beautiful than holding discourse with your unique God who may just help you unfold the promise of your soul and its purpose here on earth. Once again, my name is Anne Teato and thank you for listening to Psychic Matters. Psychic Matters.